morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and happy Friday. It is July 29th. This was the wedding date of two big weddings, one in 1981 and the other in 2000. Do you remember who said I do? I'll have that answer just a little bit later. But first, I know the question that you're really asking. Will the weather interfere with those weekend plans? Well, let's jump right over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your forecast. And good Friday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sovi. Temperatures starting out in the upper 70s to around 80 degrees. Warm and muggy as you head outside early today. Mostly sunny. Sky will be near 90 at lunchtime. Still mostly sunny. Small chance of a shower or thunderstorm. And that will be the case through this afternoon and into your Friday evening as well. A lot of you staying dry again today. Low to mid 90s for highs. We'll see a heat index top out around 105 degrees this afternoon. We'll do it all over again both Saturday and Sunday. Plenty of sunshine, Small rain chances in the afternoon and evening hours. High temperatures will stay in the mid-90s. Next week, slightly better rain chance begins on Monday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here's a look at your headlines. Georgetown police are investigating a shooting that left one person hurt. Officers were called to the intersection of Henry and Hawkins streets around 830 last night for a shots fired call. That's right near the Howard gym. Police say as they were responding to that call, they received another one for a man that showed up at a hospital for a gunshot wound. Officers say they are looking for witnesses. Anyone with information is asked to call the police department. Their number 843-545-4400. The Gallatin County Sheriff's Office says 10 people are facing charges for smuggling drugs into the county's detention center. The Sheriff's Office says the investigation started on June the 12th when they were delivering a bottle of medicated shampoo, but officials found marijuana inside. Several other incidents over the next month uncovered cigarettes, lighters, and pictures. Deputies say recorded calls uncovered the full scale of the issue, which included inmates and people outside of the detention center. A state Supreme Court judge has ordered a local judge cannot oversee cases right now because of a pending DUI charge. Court records show Walterboro police arrested Kenneth Campbell July 17th for allegedly driving under the influence. According to court records, the current charge is listed as a second offense DUI. The state Supreme Court says Campbell's job will be limited for the time being. Campbell is out on bond right now. The family of a mother and two daughters killed in a crash involving a Charleston County deputy say they, they feel confident progress is being made in the case. The Dantzler Williams family and their lawyers met with the Ninth Circuit Solicitor's Office about the case against Deputy Emily Pelletier yesterday. The three women were killed when Pelletier's squad car hit their vehicle on Mother's Day. The family's lawyer said they are ready to begin litigation against the Sheriff's Office. Well, we reached out to the Sheriff's Office, which in a statement said they have been in regular communication with the family's lawyers and feel that at this time is the best way to maintain appropriate communication through legal representation until the matter is resolved. 
Well, children who live in a Georgetown Behavioral Health Center might have to move after the city formalized its decision to revoke the facility's business license. Yeah, Ray Arena has this update from Georgetown. Yesterday, Georgetown City Council voted 4-1 to one to officially take away Broad Step Behavioral Health Center's license to operate, meaning the children who live here currently may have to be relocated elsewhere in the state. The vote comes one week after the 32-bed center was deemed a public nuisance. The city's police chief says they received hundreds of calls for service regarding fights, disturbances, and a sexual assault over the past two years. The State Department of Social Services says the children who live at the center are victims of abuse or neglect by their family or caregivers. Councilmember Hobson Milton was the sole vote against revoking the business license and the written order. I think was on both sides, the city and broad step was um, lack of communication. And I thought, I think it was fair for the kids, them. Um, so that's why I vote against it. Broad step attorney Lewis Gossett says the center has stopped accepting new children since the license was revoked. He also says the children's daily lives are continuing as normal while the process moves ahead. The city attorney says yesterday's written order will be served to broad step in the coming days. Gossett says Broadstep has not yet decided to appeal the city's ruling to the circuit courts, but if they decide not to appeal, he says DSS will be looking for licensed facilities to relocate the children, which he says could take some time due to a lack of beds in the state. Reporting in Georgetown, Ray Urena, Live 5 News. Now, when asked about plans to relocate the children who currently live at Broadstep, a DSS spokesperson said, quote, the agency is currently formulating a plan with involved parties and has no further comment. The Democratic nominee for governor here in South Carolina says he wants to debate. Joe Cunningham says that he wants four debates between him and Governor Henry McMaster. He also wants one between his yet-to-be-named lieutenant governor candidate and current lieutenant governor Pamela Evett. Uh, Cunningham also put out a proposed schedule for debates. McMaster's campaign responded, saying in part, the governor's campaign will work with various media partners and settle on an appropriate schedule. Same-sex marriage has been legally recognized in our state for less than a decade, but some South Carolinians say they fear that one day their marriages could be invalid. Last month, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas wrote in his concurring opinion on the decision of overturning Roe v. Wade that the high court should also reconsider the precedents that have established protections to matters including same-sex marriage. Now it sparked a push on Capitol Hill to protect marriage equality. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham says he won't be voting in favor of new legislation that requires the federal government recognize same-sex marriage. At the end of the day, the court has decided to allow each state to decide the issue of abortion. The best way to go for me about marriage would be using the same type system. The bill to codify same-sex marriage has already passed the U.S. House of Representatives, with more than 40 Republicans joining all Democrats in voting for it, including South Carolina's Tom, Tim Rice and Nancy Mace. South Carolina's attorney general has joined a complaint challenging the Biden administration's proposed gun laws. Attorney General Alan Wilson says it threatens the privacy of gun owners. The complaint filed it yesterday is against the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, its acting director and the Department of Justice. It claims the laws could lead to the creation of a national firearms registry, which he says would invade the privacy of all gun owners. 
Well, tonight, Habitat for Humanity, Georgetown County, hosting a prom-themed fundraising event, and they have tickets they want to sell. Yeah, Molly McBride spoke to Habitat for Humanity about what to expect at the event and what the proceeds are going toward. Good morning. Good morning. The event is being held at Land Ends Yacht Club from 6 to 10 tonight. All proceeds will go toward helping families in need in Georgetown County by funding various programs that Habitat for Humanity runs in the area. This is a prom-themed event. They say they will have live music, a professional photographer, open bar, and silent auction. Habitat for Humanity says the event will help their overall mission, which is to help people in need gain affordable housing. They say they want everyone to have a place where they can comfortably live. The organization builds new and repairs old homes in the county for people in need. According to the organization, they've helped to build or repair over 150 homes in the area. Jacob Rigopoulos, Rigopoulos the volunteer and community engagement specialist for Habitat for Humanity, for Humanity Georgetown County called Georgetown a small community but a big family. It's awesome to see the amount of people that want to come in and help us help other people. Um, I mean that's really kind of the big tie-in. Habitat for Humanity says they still have spots to fill tonight. For more information about the event or for the link to purchase a ticket, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Developers of a popular West Ashley shopping center on Sam Rittenberg Boulevard are planning to relocate a major grocery store and renovate a few existing buildings in the area. The public said Ashley Landing has occupied that space for about 30 years and developers saw an opportunity to reinvest that space. Now, Lauren Quinlan joins us live. And Lauren, where are they planning on relocating the Publix? Good morning. City of Charleston officials say not to worry because developers are only looking to move the Publix right across the parking lot where the Dollar Tree sits. If you're familiar with this area, this is the same shopping center where Pivotal Fitness and Big Lots is located. Plans for the relocation started when Publix was getting ready to do major renovations to their interior when developers saw an opportunity to build a new grocery store and rejuvenate the plaza. Developers are looking to demolish the Dollar Tree all the way down to the West Ashley Theater. This space currently doesn't meet the sizing and technical requirements the public's would require, which is why officials would need to demolish the standing building. As far as the current tenants of the Dollar Tree and other stores are concerned, City of Charleston officials say they are looking to relocate them in the area, but the first line of business is getting the public's construction underway. So it's going to offer just a lot of reinvestment, redevelopment, and um, reinvigorating this area. The existing Publix will remain open while developers are building the new space. Once they move into the new building, they'll start deciding what will be best to replace the old Publix location. Developers say they still have a load of meetings with the public and city officials, and they don't have a set date on when they're planning to start construction. Reporting live in West Ashley, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I mentioned two big weddings that happened on this date. In 1981, much of the world watched Prince Charles marry Lady Diana. And in 2000, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston tied the knot. Celebrating a birthday today, remember the TV show Emergency? 
Robert Fuller, who played Dr. Brackett, turns 89 today. Actor Mike Starr from Goodfellas is 72. Documentary maker Ken Burns turns 69. Country singer Martina McBride is 56. Actor Will Wheaton of Star Trek The Next Generation and Stand By Me is 50. And actor Josh Radner of How I Met Your Mother is 48. Thanks for starting your day with us. All of us at Live 5 hope you have a great weekend. For Morning Y'all, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.